You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into your daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. What's up, Reds fans, and welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast here on a Thursday. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. We're going to talk about the face of the franchise, A. Eugenio Suarez. He got no awards officially yesterday. We're going to talk about it right now. And then also take a look at a listener question that definitely sparks some thought. I do appreciate this one. We're going to jump into that in the second half of the show. But first, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and the Himalaya Podcasting app. The easiest way to get each and every show each and every day. And we're coming to you Monday through Friday throughout the off season. And also make sure you save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. We will get to those voicemails and text messages throughout the off season. Every so often I'll have an episode that features them, but for the most part, we'll just sprinkle them throughout the week. So make sure you get your reactions, your questions, your comments, Whatever you got on your mind about our wonderful red legs, or heck, even if you got some kind of random question, like you want to know what my favorite kind of potato chip is, I don't know. Let me know. 513-549-0159. So as I mentioned, I want to talk about the face of the franchise, Eugenio Suarez. Now, that may be up for debate in your mind. You may feel as though a different player deserves that title. But in my mind, Eugenio Suarez is the face of this team, and especially after the year that he had, setting the record for most home runs by a Venezuelan-born baseball player. It was absolutely phenomenal year for him. And the craziest thing about it, and I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day, the craziest thing about Suarez's season is that he actually led the major leagues with most strikeouts. Now, when you lead off with that, when you say that a guy struck out the most times in Major League Baseball, that doesn't normally follow with he was the best Venezuelan-born baseball player, he set records, he had a really good season, probably the best of his career. That normally doesn't happen, but that is exactly what we're talking about with A. Eugenio Suarez. He had 189 strikeouts, and yeah, that's not great. You'd like to see him cut that back a little bit next year, but it didn't really hurt him all that much. He batted 271 with a 930 on OPS, 930 OPS. If that was a 930 on base, wow. Yeah, he should be MVP, but um, 930 OPS, and his OPS plus, a 134. So the numbers say... What a season it was, but we all know that as much as I love numbers, as much as some of you listening may love the numbers, they don't tell the whole story. And you saw his value each and every day in different ways. If he was on fire, the team was a rocking and a rolling. And if he was uh, in the midst of a cold streak, the offense really wasn't moving too much. 
And there's a big reason for that, because he's the face of the franchise. But it also helps when you've got some hardware, and Eugenio Suarez got just that. Yesterday, he was named the Luis Aparicio Award winner, which is the best Venezuelan-born Major League Baseball player. And before you start to say, well, who else is in this? Who else is in the running for this? Ronald Acuna. That's right. Eugenio Suarez beat out Ronald Acuna. And who in their right mind would not love to have Ronald Acuna on their baseball team? Eugenio Suarez is your Luis Aparicio award winner. And I'm telling you what, Eugenio Suarez is an amazing dude. Suarez has got the best kind of personality. I just think that he's so, or he seems so approachable on camera. He has great interviews, seems to be a really nice dude. And just in his quotes, whenever they got for the article, he said, you know, for me, it's an honor and a privilege to know that I'm the winner of the Luis Aparicio award. He said in a press release, it makes me proud and happy because it's the biggest award for us Venezuelans. Luis Aparicio is the only Hall of Famer that we Venezuelans have, and that means a lot to me. I know the competition wasn't easy, knowing that my countryman, my brother whom I love, respect, and admire, Ronald, Ronald Acuna, had one of his best seasons. And and he goes on to talk about, you know, just what Acuna did and, and how it's a huge honor that Suarez was picked over him anyway. But Suarez had an amazing season. And you look at him to be the linchpin in the lineup moving forward. As I've mentioned before, Joey Votto, we're going to see him hopefully get on base a lot more next year compared to this past season and be a catalyst. And that is so that Suarez can bring him in. Suarez is your middle lineup bopper guy. And heck, if the Reds do make some moves this offseason for some big bats, and we're going to talk about that here in a minute, but if they make those moves and Suarez is no longer the best hitter in the lineup, then I think that means they had a successful offseason. And that's nothing against Suarez. I think that just means that they loaded up on talent. But that's nothing. That's not taking away anything from Suarez. His 2019 was amazing, and we all wanted him to hit that big 50-burger he missed it by just one home run. Maybe he'll get it this year. I mean, heck, it's something to shoot for. But it was awesome to see him get rewarded, get recognized by his home country of Venezuela. And I love it. I, I just love Suarez. I hope I get to meet him at Reds Fest. That's going to be a goal for me. Anyway, here in just a moment, I want to get to an awesome Locked On Reds line call. That had me thinking, and and I think it is sort of the mindset that most Reds fans, most Cincinnati sports fans have, and why I think the Reds are going to debunk that. First, have you checked out the Vivid Seats app? Download that Vivid Seats app and put in the promo code POSTSEASON to get a discount of up to $100 off of your next ticket order. If you're like me and you're a crazy Bengals fan that still actually is paying attention to what the Bengals are doing despite the fact that they are now 0-7. By the way, check out the Locked On Bengals podcast, Joe Goodberry and Jake Lisko. They've got a great thing going on over there every day talking about the Bengals. And they make it fun. They, They make the Bengals fun, even though the Bengals themselves are not super fun. But check out the Vivid Seats app for your next ticket. I was looking at the Vivid Seats app at 
Cincinnati Bengals tickets against the Jaguars this past Sunday, the prices were hilarious. You could go to a Bengals game last Sunday for about the same price as a nice ticket to a Reds game. And you don't normally see that. But that's mostly the Bengals. That's not necessarily Vivid Seats, although they do have some good offers from time to time. With your Vivid Seats profile, you'll be entered into a reward program. And it's not like you got to pay yearly. It's not a subscription-based thing. No. They tally up your ticket purchases and you work your way up to free tickets. Say that with me again. Free tickets. Free tickets sound amazing. And it's not just a sporting events. You could go to live concerts. You could go to stand-up comedy, Broadway musicals. Heck, if you want to go see some wrestling, some WWE, or maybe even some of that new stuff, the AEW, All Elite Wrestling, check out the Vivid Seats app. They've got tickets for you. Download the app and enter the promo code POSTSEASON for a discount on your next ticket order. And also, sponsoring today's podcast is... Blue Chew. You guys have heard me talk about Blue Chew for a little while now. If you're looking for a performance boost in the bedroom, go to bluechew.com and enter promo code MLB. You get your first order for free. You just pay $5 in shipping on the Blue Chew website. They'll have you fill out a questionnaire, talk with an online pharmacist, and then they will send the order to your door. There's no awkward in-office doctor visit. There's no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Heck, you don't even have to go through the nice convenient drive-through pharmacies that some of these pharmacies have now. No, it gets sent to you. And what Blue Chew is, it's a chewable form with the same active ingredient as Viagra or Cialis, but it works quick because it's a chewable. Chew it and do it with Blue Chew. Head over to BlueChew.com and enter promo code MLB for your first order free. Just pay $5 in shipping. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the Locked On Reds podcast today. This is the Locked On Reds podcast on a Thursday. Talked about A.D. Eugenio Suarez in the first part of the show. And we're going to get to a Locked On Reds line text message. I think I said more than once it was a voicemail, but it's a text message, but it's a very thought-provoking one, and one that I want to kind of unpack for you. And and, and the text comes is, comes from Chad in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Hey, Chad, thanks for the text message, man. He says, I don't think the Reds are going to get a top free agent. I wouldn't be surprised if they wait until a new batting coach is hired and then pursue a player or two based on the new coach's recommendation. Maybe the coach knows some of the hidden gems out there that have some big upside like, you know, Sonny Gray last season, and maybe a player that they feel they can easily fix some mechanical flaw in their swing. Thanks again, Chad, for the text message. And that is the kind of thought process that a Cincinnati sports fan, especially, and I'm with you there, are used to. And you mentioned, Chad mentions not getting a top free agent. I think that's in every single one of our minds as Reds fans. It's in the back of our mind. Because think about it. It is still to this day, the same guy is the highest paid free agent that the Reds have ever gone for. And that's Francisco Cordero. Coco Cordero, former closer. He last pitched for the Reds in 2011, but he is still to this day the most expensive free agent that the Reds have ever signed. So with that thinking, when you look at that history, it's pretty easy. It's a pretty safe bet to say that the Reds will not 
go after Yasmani Randall. The Reds will not look at a Nick Castellanos or a Didi Gregorius or a Zach Wheeler, something like that. They're not going to do that because they just haven't done that in the past. But here's my thought on this. Last season, we all know, and I've said this a million times, So, and I'm not going to say the exact same thing that I always say, so you know, don't turn me off just yet, but... Last season, they, the hashtag was get the pitching. The mandate was get the pitching. And now you and me probably were of the same mindset. Well, there's guys out there like Mike Fires and Derek Holland and guys like that that, okay, maybe they're better than what the Reds have. And sure, they will probably bring them in. And hey, look, we tried to get the pitching, but no. They had a better idea. They made some trades. They made some savvy moves to bring in guys. And now you can count Alex Wood as you know, a guy that they went after, but it didn't quite work out. But, hey, they tried. They went after him. They made a big deal. They traded Homer Bailey. And I know they traded a couple of prospects in there too, but they traded Homer Bailey in that deal. Absolutely smart, aggressive trades. Now, they've come out and they've told us, and you can tell me until you're blue in the face, you got to do it, but they've told us that the budget will be greater and that the Reds will be players in free agency. Now, sure, our initial thought is, well, players in free agency, oh, okay, whatever, you're going to sign a couple of bargain guys and call it a day. And that's kind of what Chad is thinking here in his text message, and, and I don't fault you for that. It's a pretty good thought based on their history. But I feel like it's not going to be that way. Now, I'm not thinking that they're going to go crazy and get Anthony Rendon and Yasmani Grandal and Didi Gregorius and just buy everybody up off the free agency. We're not the Yankees. And I'm not going to give you a spiel about the Reds being a small market team. I know. We all know that that's bullcrap. Just an excuse for them to not go after big big name guys. But I think they can bring in one of them. I think they could bring in a Grandal. And I think they would be worth bringing in a grand all. And and, and to the point of waiting for the hitting coach and waiting for his recommendations, I can see where you're getting that from, but the front office does the scouting. The front office has a team of scouts that are all over Major League Baseball compiling reports on countless players in the minors and majors and all that different stuff. They know who they like. They're not going to wait to bring in some outside guy and be like, all right, dude. Who you like? Who we, who we getting? We, we've been waiting on you. You're here. Now, who we, who we bringing in? Who's going to save the team? Who's going to save the hitting? You're the man that knows. We don't know. Because if that's the case, that sucks. You've got a, you got a president in Dick Williams. You've got a general manager in Nick Crawl, And however many scouts they have employed and all of that stuff. And the, none of them have a clue. I don't I don't think so. I mean, I understand the, the thinking behind that because that's kind of what we saw with Derek Johnson. Like you mentioned with Sonny Gray, kind of saw Derek Johnson directing them to go get Sonny Gray. But I believe that was a conversation that was started by Dick Williams. Maybe Dick Williams went to Derek Johnson and said, hey, what do you think of him? It wasn't necessarily, hey, we don't know who we're going for in this pitching thing. What do you know? I think it'll be maybe the same way. They might not even talk to the new hitting coach about it. We might see hitters before we see a hitting coach. 
but I do think they will be players for the big-time free agents and maybe even land one of them. And if they land two of them, I might try to do a backflip, in which case we might have to take a break from the podcast because I probably won't land on my feet. Anyway, we're going to end on that bombshell. Thank you so much for listening today. Tomorrow's podcast, I'm going to have James Rapine on the show with me. We're going to talk about the Reds offseason coming up. We're going to talk about the Indians, what their philosophy is heading on into the season with the point of looking at Francisco Lindor. Make sure you check out tomorrow's podcast as well. And the best way to do that is to subscribe because you'll automatically get each and every episode each and every day put into your little podcasting queue. Hit that subscribe button. Also, follow us on Twitter at LockedOnReds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. And save the Lockdown Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. Thanks so much again for listening today to the Lockdown Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr, and I will talk to you tomorrow.